Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Tonight on the show, Zach, this is exciting. We might have confirmation of alien life forms existing. Um, I'm less hopeful of that, Dom. <laughs> well, you might have seen the story going around from Tasmania today, Zach. Uh, there is some mysterious object spotted in the skies over Tasmania. I'm ready to call it. I yes. think we've had first contact. You're learning how to speak alien, <laughs> trying to find out what their customs are. Oh, I, I would get on so well with the aliens. Do you, you know what I mean? not. Oh, why not? Well, you'd be very open to probing, I guess. <laughs> you'd be like... I can help out. What do you want? My head? Do you want my fingernails? Uh, How can I help? Look, basically, I think they would send me along as the uh, the model, the example of humanity. Do you know what I mean? Just that this is this is your prototype human. <laughs> you would just be like, I'm in your service now. I won't put up a fight. <laughs> I'm happy to do what you say. I'll go quietly. Just <laughs> take me with you. Come on. Uh, but look, later in the show, Zach, we want to know if you've had a UFO sighting. If you are, uh, if you think you see something that could be alien, thirteen ten sixty. We'd love to hear from you throughout the night. Uniting shift workers all around Australia. This is Collective Noun. Now, Dom, you would know that within the last year, mm. I have become an uncle. Yes. Look, anyone who follows you on Instagram and uh, what is at Zachmanda for a bit of a plug for yourself. Yeah, sure. Yeah, go Thanks for it. So. No worries. Um, would know that you regularly on your Instagram stories will post on a Saturday morning out for breakfast with your, is it your niece? Um, well, yeah, her family. Yeah. She's one. <laughs> She's not ordering baby chinos by herself. It's just like going out for coffee with me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so you're, you're your lovely niece. Yes. Now, it's come around the time of the Bonds baby competition, right? <laughs> now, this is a competition where you upload a picture of a baby, you get your friends to vote, yeah. and then you can win some prizes. Right. Previously, I've never been interested in it. <laughs> But previously, Dom, I didn't know any babies. Well, I've got to say, as someone with no babies in my immediate vicinity, I was not aware of the Bonds baby competition. It's a little bit off your radar. It really is. Do you know what? And I think that's the appropriate response. (laughs) I think if you didn't know any babies and you were across it, that would be weird. So what's the idea? You upload a photo of a cute baby that you know. I don't know what the criteria is. They never really specify. And I think that's because they don't want to get into, like, who's the cutest or whatever. I think it's just, like, whoever can get their friends to vote the most. Right. And they become the face of Bonds? Is that what it is? Oh, there's various prizes. I think there is, like, a billboard campaign or something like that. But it's more just a fun thing, right? And my sister said that she wanted to do it. And she's like, Zach, could you come and take a photo (laughs) Of um, your niece for me. Right, okay. And I'm like, I would love to. What a what a great experience that will be. Oh, the pressure on your shoulders now, though, because obviously uh, her mum wants to win this competition. Her mum wants her baby to win, and you're in charge now. Oh, it's a very cute baby, Dom. And okay. I know that everyone says that, <laughs> but this is the world's cutest baby. So so really, you don't have much work to do. It's all, I don't. The work's done for you. Uh, so I go over... We spend a few hours, we're chatting, taking yep. photos. I go away, I spend some time editing the photos, Dom. Yep. Putting a lot of effort into it because I want my work to be represented well yes. on the big stage. Absolutely. This is the Bonds baby competition. You're not just entering anything. So, felt really good about it. I felt like I got some great shots. I'll show you later some of them. Okay. In my words, <laughs> adorable. Right. That's why I was a little surprised uh, when I woke up this morning and saw my sister had posted the link. To the baby competition. Oh, so the baby's entered. So this has gone to plan. And she said, you know, all my friends go and vote for um, our child. Yep. And I went on it. <laughs> and one of my photos wasn't used. <laughs> Wait, she didn't use any of your photos? Not one of my photos. Well, well hold on. She's called you in as a photographer mm. and she's, what, used her own iPhone snaps? I don't know where the photo's from. I don't know if they got another photographer. <laughs> 
and they, you know, tried a few. Well, how many different uncles and aunties are there of this baby? I don't know, maybe six or seven. <laughs> maybe they all got called over one weekend at a time, That's and you true. just you got you lost out. I took probably close to 500 photos. Oh, jeez. And not one of them was good enough <laughs> and let's be honest, to make the competition. Were the photos that ended up being used for this competition, were they as good as your ones? Not in my opinion, Doc. No, okay. I want some answers for this, right? Understandably, you want to get to the bottom of this betrayal. I want to know why my pitches weren't <laughs> chosen. So I've handed you my sister's number. Yep. I reckon up next, yes. uh, we give her a call. Yep. We get the interrogation light out. Oh, it's been too long since we've used it. <laughs> and we ask some hard-hitting <laughs> questions. Zach, we're right in the middle of an investigation here. Dom, I've recently become an uncle. Mm. My sister came to me and said, I would like to enter the Bonds baby competition. Yes. Can you come around and take some nice photos of your niece? Mm. What an honour. Oh, absolutely. This is uh, you proving your worth as an uncle. I'm going to bring my nice camera around, get some great photos, win the baby the competition. Dom, you hit the nail on the head because when a family member has a baby, yes. the family gets around them. Yeah. My mum has a lot of experience with babies. Uh, my sisters are very good with babies. I don't really have any skills to bring. <laughs> right. Except this. I felt like finally I could help out. It was your moment to shine, but sadly got ripped away from you. After taking hundreds of photos, mm. doing my best to edit them the best I can, Yep. I woke up this morning to find that not one of my photos was used to be entered into the competition. You got snubbed. A totally different photo of the baby was entered. <laughs> With no explanation. I've given you my sister's number. Yes. I think we need to call her. Yep. We get the interrogation light out. We put it over the top and we ask some hard-hitting questions. So what's your sister's name? Claudette. Claudette. Now, it's a bit late to be calling your young mum. You don't, you don't mind? I no, guess she's you... up all through the night. That's one of the beauties <laughs> of being having a young child. Okay, well, let's dial her number in. Hello? Hey, Det. It's uh, Zach and I'm joined by Dom here as well. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm well, thanks. Do you have any idea why we're calling? I've got no idea, no. <laughs> well, look, Claudette, it's, it's nice to meet you. I've never met any of Zach's family, mm. so this, is, this feels like an honour. Welcome to the radio show to begin with. Oh, thanks, Dom. Thank you. But that is where the friendly tone stops. Now, that, I was oh, just okay. um, telling Dom about what a great experience I had <laughs> taking photos for the Bonds Baby competition. <laughs> Oh, yes. Okay. Right on. <laughs> and then I was shocked to wake up this morning and find that none of my photos were used in the competition. You snubbed your own brother, Claudette. What's happened? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It was just that I completely actually forgot about it. And then... Um, I realized <laughs> that I had to submit a photo at the last minute and I and um what happened was I read something about not manipulating any of the photos and so I thought oh, oh no I think Zach's like I think he has done something to them like I wasn't sure <laughs> Zach did spend an afternoon in Photoshop just touching them oh, up. they were very heavily edited <laughs> and I, I felt like that sure, might have like, been the I issue I don't know like some of the stuff um I don't know how what to say but like fading out the background and stuff I'm like I don't know <laughs> right <laughs> no technically whether that was allowed oh Dom I had <laughs> there was a lot of feeling to them there was black and white <laughs> they were <laughs> and, and it was I'm sorry Zach and Claudette I imagine you didn't want your baby thrown out of this competition like some sort of drug <laughs> cheat, did you? This was really important that this was done properly. So were they your photos yeah, you ended up using? Exactly. Um, no, it was actually a photo that one of Mark's friends took. <laughs> oh, no. Well, Dom, oh, I cuts deep. thought I was going to um, be rewarded for my work and then it was pulled out <laughs> from me at the last minute. That. And um, now I know how La La Land felt. <laughs> 
at the Oscars. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, each week... We read out your Google search history. We pick our three favourite ones. Mm. However, this week, like a present from the heavens, <laughs> we had so many that there was enough to do an encore performance. This is Dom's Google history. So, Dom, I've been through your Google history. I've picked my three favourite things you've Googled, yeah. and I want you to explain to the people of the country... <laughs> Why you Googled what you Googled. All right, get into it. What's the first one? Saturday at 2 a.m. How do Uber drivers know who to pick up? (laughs) Now, that is one of the best questions I've ever asked Google. Why? (laughs) Okay, so I was out, Mm. right, and I noticed. So, you know when you, maybe you call an Uber to a location, Mm. but especially in party stations, right, party places, there can be Party stations. (laughs) Uh, what do you call it? Like your party areas of a city. Oh, yeah, party station. <laughs> the, hey, the hey, inter- you get into a cab and you say, take me to the party station. <laughs> the entertainment precinct. What yeah, you, sure. Sure. Is that better? Yeah. Um, so let's say maybe outside a club, right? Yeah. A number of people might have called an Uber. Yeah. How, how do they know who you are? Well, you know what I mean? You know what the Uber looks like, right? They explain what the car looks like. Oh, yeah. But and then so the car's driving around yeah. and it's probably the person walking out to that car waving. <laughs> Saying, hey, you're my Uber. I, I just reckon it has happened before that the wrong person's gotten the wrong Uber. I reckon that's happened well, before. Well, what did Google say? Uh, Google basically said what you just told me there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry about. That's why they have this app the way they have it. All right. The next one was at uh, Thursday, 4.07 a.m. Would Ross and Rachel still be together? <laughs> okay. So I just read an article about, uh, the, you know, there's always those articles going around, will there be a friends reunion, yeah. right? And unfortunately, every time you click one of those articles, it builds you up with hype. And the answer is always one of them saying it's not going to happen. Mm. I read the article, I was a bit depressed. And then I got wondering, do you reckon they'd still be together? But who could answer that? Uh, Jennifer Aniston could answer that. No, she couldn't. She's the actor. She didn't write the show. <laughs> well, she reckons they would still be together with a few kids now. Uh, I found an interview that she did, I think, in 2012, where she said they they definitely still be together. Oh, so, sure. Well, don't tell me that. She doesn't... just wants to keep fans happy so that the royalty <laughs> checks keep coming in. <laughs> you can't tell me that that news doesn't make you a little happy. Um, more of a Joey man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, Saturday, three oh two a.m. How to make a burglar like you? How to make a what? Burglar. Oh, <laughs> what? How to make a burglar like you? Yes, that's what you Googled. I have no memory of Googling that. Well, Saturday, 3.02am. Was your house being robbed? Three. I was asleep by three. I must have woken up to a noise and Googled this without knowing it. And, you know, I have a faint memory of having this discussion before. Have you Googled that before? Uh, I think I've Googled... Um, are there good burglars before? That's what you Googled. <laughs> I've Googled, are any burglars good? How to make a burglar like you? That was, a, that was me. You have a, no recollection of that whatsoever. None at all, but, but that's a Take good Take a guess. What do you think it, why do you think you Googled that? Uh, I reckon I probably was woken up by a noise outside, yeah. thought there was a burglar, and thought, we need to get on good terms. Yeah. So he doesn't So you jumped out. out, and you started to make some muffins. <laughs> and he said, welcome to my house. Here's my TV. Here's my computer. Take what you want. <laughs> Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. 131060, have you seen a UFO? This is after the internet has been in a spin today, Dom, Mm. after a mysterious object was seen flying over Tasmania. I think it was yesterday morning. Yes. Uh, You might have seen the video online. It appears as if... a fireball, maybe, yeah, but, you, you is know, entering the atmosphere. So this is, it's actually quite scary to look at the footage. It looks like, do you know in those alien movies, the first contact when it yes. appears in the sky? 
It looks a little bit like something crashing to earth. I don't think it looks scary at all. What do you... I saw the video and instantly knew what I thought it was, at least. And then the authorities have come out, uh, mm. Earth Services Australia, and they have said it was simply a plane as it passed over Australian airspace. Uh, the contrails, the little clouds that are made behind, were lit up by the dawn light, making it look like that it had like a fire trail, but it was just yeah. a cloud being lit up by the sun. And when I saw it, I thought, yeah, I think that's exactly what it is. It's the, the sounds of a cover-up. Do you know what I mean? Instantly, you can hear that they've had the panicked meeting in Canberra today. They've all been no, tossing no, around. No. no, this is. I'm sorry. I don't like to think I'm a conspiracy theorist, and I'm not. But this is very. And look, thirteen ten sixty. We really want to hear if you have seen UFOs, like because I know these people are out there. Mm. I know that. Of course they are. I know that there are people who've seen stuff like this, and I think that the government's going to try and silence this one as well. What do you honestly think this is? Um, it's hard to know. My first thought looking at it was it looks like, you know, in Superman, mm. you know, when he crashes to earth, mm. it looks a little bit like that, right? It looks not So human. what do you think it's Superman? I don't think it's Superman, but I'm saying it can't be explained by anything I know. <laughs> but you don't know much. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the big problem here. See, the problem is the video, if you look at like when the video zoomed out, yeah. it's like a dot. Yes. And then they zoom in so far... Mm. That, like, it's so pixelated that it kind of does distort it a little bit. Yeah, But yeah. you can clearly see in some of the footage that it's a plane. Have you ever mm. seen a UFO or something that you thought was uh, unexplainable? I was walking with a friend one night, and the sky lit up in a, I would say, like, a blue flash of lightning. It was, like, a dark blue. Yep. Just lit up the sky instantly. Clear night. Completely clear night. Mm. No explanation. And you know what? The media didn't touch it. What's your best guess at what it was? I honestly don't know. I, I don't. I think it's beyond human explanation. Like what? No. Can you can you explain what a blue flash is? Ah uh, yes. What? Uh, someone up the street <laughs> yes. with blue headlights <laughs> was turning around. Oh, they've got to you, haven't they? Zach? <laughs> they've paid me off. Um, Thirteen ten sixty. Look, have you seen a UFO? Do you know someone who thinks they've seen a UFO? Uh, I'm going to go out there and say, Zach, I wouldn't be surprised if the government's interfered and no one calls for this and they've blocked the phone lines. <laughs> Bit of music to set the atmosphere. Blaine's in Yarrawonga. Blaine, what have you seen? Um, when I was at the lake with my head chef, Bertie, we went down to the river or to the lake water and we were looking up into the sky and it was a real cloudy day and then we saw about four pods flying up and down. We thought it was clouds, but oh. we knew it wasn't clouds because clouds don't really go up and down. No, they don't. And uh, can I just say, what a perfect setting for your first sighting by the lake. Blaine, do you think it was a plane? No, there was more than one, so it was definitely not a plane. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah, Zach, you being one over, that's a pretty good story. Well, planes can fly in formation, but... <laughs> oh, they can, but do they look like pods? No one hasn't totally convinced me, Blaine. Not yet. <laughs> uh, good Ma- start, but I think we can do better. Matthew's in Bendigo. Matthew, what have you seen? Look, mate, we were out fishing one night, and um, we could see this thing, it looked like someone smoking in the paddock. The mate slipped out the car, you know, there's only two of us out there, he slipped out the car, Yep. and this thing's just going woof, straight up in the sky... The hairs on the back of my neck stood up, mm. and I jumped. I jumped out with him, and we stood there for an hour watching this thing, mate. Now I've I've never seen anything move like this in the sky before. Up, down, oh. left, right, diagonal, and still to this day, it's unexplained. Like an orange little orb, and like you were saying before, a blue flash. Jeez. About 20 minutes before it disappeared. Oh. This, was, this was about 4am in the morning, perfectly night, 25, 30 degrees. Amazing, Matthew. You see, that is that is what we're after, Zach. That is a second blue flash. Yes. So you saw it. Matthew saw it. And can I just say, Matthew, you need to get on the run because the government is going to try and silence you with that story. <laughs> that one is a little more convincing. <laughs> uh, Nathan's in Canberra. Nathan, have you seen a UFO? 
Matthew. Might want to turn your radio down there in the background, Nathan. Uh, they're on to you. You just <laughs> turn that down. Um, have you uh, you seen a UFO? Yeah, mate. Sure, I have. What happened? Uh, sitting up on uh, Broad Beach back in 2005. Uh, well, I damn near the spit on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Mm. Um, about 2 a.m., 3 a.m. in the morning, and watching this, what they call fast walkers. What's that? Uh, well, in, in UFO terms, it's something that's uh, basically beyond any conventional aircraft that we have. Okay, <laughs> so you saw something moving what, fast through the sky. It looked a bit suspicious. Yeah, so uh, I kept watching it. It came from uh, from the west, yep. moving east at a very high altitude, and mm. uh, a circle of lights, a ring of lights opened oh. up, you know, went up in front of it, and it went into the circle and didn't come out the other side. Jeez. What How's do you think, Dom? What oh. are your thoughts? I, I think that this is groundbreaking radio. I think we've just broadcast fed, uh, first contact. What I don't understand. There, there are too many things, Zach. There are no. too many coincidences. But this is what I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. How could aliens yes. be so smart to get here, <laughs> yep. be so smart not to be spotted on the ground, not mm. to be spotted doing whatever they're doing, yep. but everyone sees them fly away? Uh, because Nathan from Canberra, he was onto them, Zach. I was onto them. Everyone's onto them. You know what I reckon it is? Yep. You know when you close your eyes really hard and you see, like, colours? <laughs> yep. I reckon that's what they all are. Yeah, the government's bought you out too. <laughs> I knew it. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump is stealing the mini shampoos from hotels he stays at. Well, I'm going to keep as many as I can. You know, I'm going to keep a lot of them, and I've kept a lot of them already. Everyone's talking about it. Also, Adele explained why she didn't stop to see the big banana while on tour in Australia. I was knackered. I was really, really tired. And I also needed a little bit of time to be like, am I right at this? Is this a bit too big for me, maybe? And stuff like that. And Pauline Hanson got a Southern Cross tattoo. I'm sorry if this offends you, but then again, my heart, my passion is for my country. So if it offends you, actually, I really don't care. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Zach, have you ever tried to be polite and ended up inconveniencing somebody? Uh, All the time. Okay, That's why sometimes I feel like that politeness sometimes can just be (laughs) overrun. What? I'll give you an example. When there's a large family thing um, and they're like, all right, let's go eat. And it's like a lot of food. Yep. People hang around for like 10 minutes going like, who's going to go first? <laughs> right, okay. Just go one by one. You would all have food by the time you finished deciding who would go first. So that's why you jump in and you take your no, food. No, I don't jump in first. But, you know, <laughs> I try to get everyone moving promptly. You just uh, subtly shove your grandmother just closer to the food. Come on, Gran. Get it moving. <laughs> well, uh, over the weekend, Zach, I was, um, I was standing by the roadside having a coffee when someone pulls up next to me in their car. Now, this has not happened to me before. This but why a- were you roadside having a coffee? That's I was, weird. I was walking along. I wasn't okay, just standing yeah. there enjoying the, the view of the road. Yeah. I was walking along. Some guy pulls up and says, hey, do you know the, play, the, the way to this cafe? Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I didn't know the way to this cafe. In fact, I had no idea of the way okay, to this cafe. So can I take over from here? Yeah. What you should have said? No, sorry, mate. <laughs> Well, that would be a normal response to, to that scenario, yeah. wouldn't it? Instead, I said, oh, let me have a think about that. And I tried to like place together where it could be in my yeah. head. And I'm like, you just want to take like go down this way and it, it will be probably a few kilometers down this road. Now, I Googled it when I got home. Yeah. Oh, couldn't have been more wrong. I actually sent him in the exact wrong direction. So why would you do that? Because I wanted to be uh, nice and polite. Clearly, he didn't have uh, maps on his phone or he didn't have any way of getting there. I was his only hope of finding this cafe. Right? And when someone asks you, you want to be polite, you want to be helpful. 
Yeah, but the helpful thing would have been to tell him the truth. <laughs> what? But if I say I don't know, then his days end worse off. No, it's not. His days worse off <laughs> when he's four kilometers away <laughs> in the opposite direction. Yeah, look, I have felt bad about it. I should have. He's just... got a friend waiting at the cafe, <laughs> yes. just going, "Where is this guy?" <laughs> okay, look, this person probably now thinks he's rude. That's okay. That's Who true. knows what it was? Was it a date? Was it a job interview? That's okay. Either way, very bad that he was so late to it. So you think my act of politeness has made him actually look rude? No, Dom. You could have severely <laughs> impacted his life for the worse. I could have ruined this man's life. You could have. <laughs> Maybe that was when he was meant to meet his future wife, but he's rocked up to this place and she's left because he, well, he took too long. If this was the end of a movie, yes. <laughs> we'd have one shot after the credits of this guy swearing his revenge on you. <laughs> If you've listened to the podcast before, you know that each week we ask, beg, nay, plead for five-star reviews on the iTunes podcast store, a.k.a. the Collective Noun Forum, a.k.a. the happiest place on the internet. And the price of admission onto the happiest place on the internet is so cheap, Zach. All you have to do is go into iTunes, search for Collective Noun, leave a five-star rating, and then you can write whatever you want in the review. It's your full pass. You're straight in there, Zach. And uh, look, we're going to start with Jen's Insanity, who, you know, sometimes we get in-depth reviews on the forums. Like mm-hmm. Sometimes people will tell us a story, and we love that. Yes. But I also like succinctness every now and then. And Jen's Insanity just says, yeah, they're all right, I guess. I like that. I like that too, Dom, because on the internet so much, we see extreme opinions, don't exactly. we? Yes. We see people who hate things. Yeah. We see people who love things. Rarely... <laughs> Do you hear from people in the middle? <laughs> well, BuzzFeed isn't posting the this video of this mother deer comforting this baby deer. It's kind of okay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But we need more of that on the internet, don't we? Because yes. in reality, that's what life is. Some level-headedness. And so thank you, Jen's Insanity. I, I think the, the level-headed approach to the forum is probably what we needed at the moment. And all right, I guess, is the best review we've actually ever got. <laughs> Can we put that on the poster? Yeah, if we were a movie and we were putting uh, quotes on the front, that would definitely be there. <laughs> uh, also, thank you to XOXO Flow, who uh, said that they, they enjoy our videos mm. um, and didn't believe that we had a podcast. Couldn't believe it when they found out. Well, so, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> making dreams come true, hey? that, That's the worst Ripley's believe it or not ever. <laughs> <laughs> the guy goes like, see these guys' videos? <laughs> They also have a podcast. Uh, uh, um, but we do. We do. And what I'm so thankful for with XOXO Flow mm. is that I think they might be a new listener. Yes. And they have jumped straight on the forum. I like And that. that's ideal listenership. Well, some people have asked me uh, on the street, they'll approach me, Zach, mm. and they'll be like, how long do you have to be uh, a Collective Down podcast listener before you can jump into the forum? So often they open with long-time listener, first-time reviewer. Mm. Yes. But you know what? Uh, and this is, uh, we've got to be clear, we are different to other podcasts mm. in this sense. There is no probation period. No. You can be in the moment you want to be. For a lot of other podcasts, when you go to leave a review, it'll yes. pop up. You haven't listened for long enough. <laughs> it will. It will <laughs> ask does you, it? It will ask for your listening history, yes. and they'll give you a quiz. Uh, but luckily with this one, Zach, the, you could be, this could be your first ever podcast listening in, and you're eligible for the forum. So thank you for that review, XOXO Flow. I uh, also like how that flows, ironically. Yeah. Not bad. Um, and lastly today, Zach, Jaunty has left us a recipe for homemade hash browns, uh, which I think is good because we were speaking last week about how I went to order my usual hash brown from McDonald's and uh, the staff were back chatting me through the speaker box without them knowing their microphone was on. So now if I can make these hash browns from home, then I don't have to worry about that awkwardness. So what does the hash brown recipe say? Jaunty has not given us method or directions, just a list of ingredients, which is helpful because I think he's basically saying, I'll give you half of it. Mm. You figure out the rest. Sure. Two medium russet potatoes shredded, 
uh, half medium onion finely chopped, one quarter cup all-purpose flour, one egg, one cup of oil for frying, and salt and pepper for taste. Of course, gluten-free flour. Yes, of We course. should specify for you, Dom. Yeah, absolutely. But that's pretty easy to find. Um, and I don't think you need to know the method, do you? <laughs> I'm sure if you got all those together, <laughs> you wouldn't know what you needed to fry, mm. uh, what you needed to bake. I think you'd just figure it out. A question about Jonty's recipe. Yes. Do you think this is a family recipe or has he found this when he's Googled hash brown recipes? Because mm. my, my question is, if he doesn't know the method and directions, I feel like he's taking this from a website. It's not often you just pass down. The <laughs> we, got, we could have got this totally wrong. Maybe it's not a recipe. Mm. It's a shopping list. Oh, that's true. Maybe that's like some families have a family recipe. Mm. In John D's family, it's a family shopping list. No, well, can we just say also? Yep. Sometimes people on their fridges will mm. have a shopping list and that's where you see it all the time. Mm. So you don't forget it. <laughs> we are more than happy for the Collective Noun Forum to be that for you. Okay. And so you can pull out the, the iTunes store <laughs> while you're at the shops and go, what was that? What did I need? And scroll down to your review and there, bada bing, bada boom. That's not a bad idea. I mean, the people at Apple, I don't know if they monitor the forum, oh, so the reviews that come in on podcasts. No, they would love it because they're all about finding new uses for things. <laughs> That's true. And I think there'll be very few podcasts out there where people are posting their shopping lists for the grocery store in the forum reviews. We want to be entertaining. Yeah. That's the idea of the podcast. Yes. But we also want to be practical. <laughs> exactly. And if we can help out any way we can... That's what we'll do. All right. Well, I'm going to be disappointed now if people don't start posting their shopping lists on the Collective Noun forum. Uh, all you have to do is go to iTunes, search for Collective Noun, leave a five-star rating there, write whatever you want in the review, and we'll read it out next time on the show. Uniting uni students all around Australia, this is Collective Noun. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? We want to know. On 131060, if you are currently driving home by asking you just three questions... Mm. We think we can guess where you've been. Robin is our first contestant tonight. Robin, I want to know, what would your parents think of where you've been? Um, probably be shocked. Oh, your parents would be shocked. That's interesting. Next question, Zach. Uh, Robin, was this location loud? No. Okay. Not loud. Your parents would be shocked. Uh, Robin, what was the dress code there? Um, cargo pants and shirt. Cargo pants... And shirt. Okay, Zach, so here's what we got. Robin thinks her parents would be shocked mm. if she was there. Wasn't loud. Cargo pants and, uh, was it shorts? A shirt. A shirt, sorry. You can't uh, have cargo pants <laughs> and shorts. Well, you could double Maybe that's on what pants. they were shocked about. <laughs> okay, so what's the kind of place you'd wear cargo pants? I have no idea. Would you wear Maybe cargo pants? indoors. Maybe I'm thinking it might be more indoors. Bowling? Maybe you've gone for a night of bowling. Would you wear cargo pants there? I'm happy to go with that. Would your parents <laughs> be shocked? Maybe. Maybe paintball? I don't know. So I'm thinking Let's re- go paintball. Paintball? That's a good idea. Recreational activity. Robin, have you been at paintball? No. No. It was an ambitious guess. What was it, Robin? Work. Why uh, were your parents shocked? <laughs> because it's where I worked, I'd be shocked. Where do you work? I'm a security officer. Security officer? Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. No, you know what? I think security officer is pretty close to paintball, isn't it? <laughs> I, I like that you can work in a place where you can wear cargo pants. That's encouraging, <laughs> but that's what really threw me off. Uh, Samuel and Deborah is our next contestant. Zach, you got the first question for Samuel. Samuel, do you like this location on Facebook? Uh, which location? The location you're at. Um, no, I no. don't like it on Facebook, no. Okay, okay, so they obviously either don't have Facebook <laughs> or he doesn't want people to know that he likes it. Uh, Samuel, what? No, 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 no. Oh. no, no. They, oh. they have Facebook. I just don't like it. Okay, oh, there we okay. go. Thank you, Samuel, for clearing that up. That helps. Uh, Samuel, when do you think it was most recently cleaned? 
tonight. Oh, okay. Clean yeah. tonight, and he doesn't like it on Facebook. Last question, Zach. Uh, Samuel, what shoes did you wear? Uh, kind of like a loafer. A loafer. A loafer. Okay. Oh, um, I don't know. Well, what gets cleaned daily? Let's just go through them. Uh, movie theaters get cleaned daily. Yeah. Uh, restaurants and pubs get cleaned daily. Oh, these are the sort of places. Yeah, movies. I like where you're going movie with that. Theater? Because, yeah, they yes. do have Facebook. You might not like it. Late night movie screening. Samuel, have you been at the movies? Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't. Uh, I wish. What was it, Samuel? I was at work. Oh, where geez. do you work, Samuel? <laughs> delivery driver. Uh, pizza delivery, uh, right. Okay. And he was very adamant that he doesn't like them on Facebook. <laughs> so, Samuel, I hope your boss wasn't listening. You might be called in for a meeting tomorrow, Samuel. Uh, Beck is in Geelong. Um, Beck, how recently were you at this place before tonight? Um, About 12 hours. 12 hours Ooh, I'm ago. I'm thinking work straight have we got, away. Have we got a, a trifecta of work? Is that next question? Beck, what am I going to ask? Um, do you have friends there? No. Oh, no friends there. Okay, so either not work or uh, maybe. Sorry to hear that, Beck. <laughs> not a great workplace at all. Um, Beck, if you were posting a photo of this place to Instagram, what's a hashtag you could use? Boring. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ooh, 12 hours ago. Oh, do we, do we reckon we have a, a trifecta of work? Although, is work too vague? Yeah, it's too vague. You've got to say where they work. Uh, 12 hours. Where so could it could be work? shift work. Could be shift work. Um, What's the kind of work? It's boring. You, you wouldn't have friends at? Oh, I have no idea. Um, okay, oh. it could be like uh, somewhere where you work by yourself. She, I reckon Beck works at a servo. Because the servo, yeah, often you're true. working by yourself. 100%. Go uh, for it, Dom. Beck, have you been working at a servo? No. Oh, come on. Zero from three. Beck, come on, put us out of our misery. Where were you? I was at work, but I work alone overnight. Where do you work, What do you do, Beck? I work at a supermarket. I do the clothes. So close. So close. (laughs) And I knew. I knew somewhere where she worked by herself, Dom. And that's that's the ones that hurt the most. But uh, can I just give a shout out to Beck's work colleagues? You know, maybe befriend Beck. She sounds lovely. That's what she said. She works by herself. Okay, well, maybe Beck's employer. Put some work (laughs) colleagues on with her. Put some other people on. Zach and Dom. Breaking milk news today, Dom. And you know that we love to cover milk on this show. It's one <laughs> yes. of our big tent poles. Uh, you, you, that, that'd be it. You know, if we had a meeting and someone said, what is this show? Yep. Milk could be on the board. So what we need to represent is we need to let you know the background of the show. Yep. We are a milk neutral show. <laughs> um, I don't drink milk or yes. drink extremely little milk. And mm. Dom, you drink enough milk for the both of us. Drinking for Australia, Zach. <laughs> I am, uh, you know how... You go, I'm drinking for two. And they say, are you pregnant? And you say, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just love milk. I do. Look, I'm a, I'm a big fan of dairy and I'm working on an ambassadorship. I have uh, been a, a big milk drinker my whole life. You're the only person I know mm. as an adult who will still regularly have a nice old glass of milk just straight. Do you know how occasionally they'll say about kids, uh, are they too old now to get off breast milk? Mm. Sometimes my parents are like, is, should we be getting him off cow milk? Because he's having a lot of it. Have you had any today? Oh, of course I've had some today. What's a glass? Uh, a few glasses. A few glasses today? Uh, probably only two. Okay, so you're a milk lover. A mil- milk lover. I want to know what you think of this story, and I want you to be the ambassador for milk. I want you to be the expert, the spokesperson for this story. Okay, happy to be. Okay, here's the headline. Dairy farmers are calling for a truth in labelling crackdown on mm. the word 
on the way the word milk is used by makers of plant-based milk products. Yes, yes, and yes again. Dairy farmers, I stand with you. This is about almond milk, isn't it? And and Uh, all those milks. It's about soy milk, almond milk, um, coconut milk. Yes. They don't want it to be called milk. Because they're lying. To begin with. So they're trying to cash in on the popularity of milk. And I can't blame those those companies because milk has had a long run. You know what I mean? And you want to you want to ride those coattails. I was at a smoothie place today, Dom, and I have noticed this happening more and more. Yeah. And this explains why. They keep spelling milk with a Y. Right. Have you noticed that? I have Coconut noticed that. milk. It's kind of like, uh, you know, if you get like a product from uh, from overseas back in the day, like a cheap product from a store, yes, it would right. be like just slightly different in the wording. Okay. So these are the two things. Apparently from the dairy farmer's point of view, the yep. definition of milk means that it has to come from like a mammal or something like that. Uh, and an from, udder. It has to be from an udder. It has to be from an udder. <laughs> and from the, I guess, the plant-based milk alternatives, from their point of view, yep. apparently um, it can come from coconut and nut and things like that. Uh, he, you know how sometimes cafes mm. will come up to you and say, uh, like, th- they'll say, hey, is almond milk okay? Mm. It's, there's some vegan cafes now, they don't have any cow milk. They'll say, is almond milk okay or, or a milk alternative? Yes. No, it's not. You haven't just offered me a substitute. It's an entirely different drink now. These milks have been mas- masquerading as milks for some time. I, I've actually been given, uh, what was it, coconut milk mm. the other day? Awful. I guess... From the point of view of how you traditionally think of milk, yes. to get coconut milk, you're not <laughs> squeezing the coconut's teeth. Oh, no farmer is waking up at 5am <laughs> and going out to the back shed, getting a metal bucket under a coconut and having some squeezing. So, Dom, the dairy farmers have suggested some words that they're happy for the plant-based alternatives to use. Yep. So there are many other titles they can use. Um, they can call it water, juice, or another name. So I guess, yep. I don't know if anyone's going to drink soy juice. <laughs> because... <laughs> That's it's true. already, like, borderline as it is. <laughs> That's true. But, look, I'm glad to say I stand with the dairy farmers on this one. Not all, not the first time that I've been arm-in-arm arm with the dairy farmers. So what are we? What would you do for the dairy farmers? Um, oh, you know what? I'm cool. To show, to show your support. Uh, Put your milk out? <laughs> <laughs> Which is what you do anyway for the milkman to come. <laughs> uh, that is all i got time for tonight on the show. And after that chat, I'm heading straight home. I'm having a glass of Paul Smarter White tonight. You're right, and I'll have some soy juice to go. <laughs> Uh, we'll see you tomorrow night from 11. Bye. That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.